This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Before we go, because uh, we'll get a chance to talk about the final preseason game next week um, after we get a chance to see the final you know, run of stage uh, for this team. But we'll talk more a little bit about position battles next week. But I do want to get your take because and, – and I don't want to go deep into, in, into detail about Jared Goff not playing in this game. He's going to be the only starter, at least that we know of right now, that's not going to play. Maybe some other ones that are held out. But we're going to get a final look at who's going to be the number two quarterback. And hopefully we don't ever have to go through this scenario. But as I mentioned, at some point this year, we're going to see either Boyle or Blau under center. Right now, who's your number two? I still think it's Tim Boyle, but I think it's really close. I do. I think he just – What uh, is it about Boyle that, that you think is better than Blau? Look, I, I think he – when you talk about talent, I think he is a little bit more talented. I do. I, 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 don't, I, I know we haven't seen it on a consistent basis yet, but um, I've seen him make you know better throws downfield uh, with better accuracy and better anticipation and better timing. Uh, David Blau, I think, brings a little bit different aspect where, uh, you know, he kind of brings a little bit of the mobility back there. Yeah, he's not super mobile, but he can get outside the pocket, extend a play. And extending plays, and that's great and all. But at the same time, there was was a lot of plays last week where it's like, dude, what are you scrambling for, man? Just hang in there, you know. Let the routes develop. Let the guys come over the middle. And, look, I thought they were both better than they were against Atlanta. Um but neither of them still really feels comfortable, it seems, like throwing the ball downfield. And it's like, God damn, like we're trying to figure out what we got with Trinity Benson. We're trying to figure out what we got with, uh, you know, Tom Kennedy has been yeah. the only one that's really showed up out of that Pimpleton. wide receiver group. Right, Pimpleton and, and even Maurice Alexander, who had a good uh, day in the return game. But it's like – give these guys a chance, man. Like, we can't evaluate them if you never give them a chance to make a 50-50 catch, you know. Um, but I think just I think, I think think Boyle has the upper hand for me just because of the pure – I think his talent level is a little bit higher at this point. But I do think that it's still a very, very close race. I think what, last week when uh, Blau got the start over Boyle, I think that told you that – okay, it's an indication. Like this, this is an indication that it's either neck and neck or – Maybe David has a little bit of a slight edge over him right now, but I thought Tim Boyle was much better last week against Indy than he was uh, in that first game against Atlanta. I think. I think. Look, I just. I think he makes. I think he can make the harder throws. I, I in terms of pure talent, I don't disagree with you. Um, how the offense operates out there with Blau under center, I think, is better. 
Um, I, I, for me right now, we're on different sides of this one. I think it, even though it is as close as you, as you say. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Um, I think Blau has the upper hand right now because what you know, breaking the huddle. They just look like a crisper offense. They look like there's more direction, there's more leadership out there with Blau than with Boyle. Uh, but here's the thing that is a drawback for me. How did that first game go down? If David Blau doesn't lay the ball on the ground, that's a win for Detroit. Yeah. He did have an interception, I thought a, a, a ill-advised pass. And even though the it was Jackson who I think probably laid the ball on the ground. It was still the ball was still on the ground with Blau in the exchange between him and David Blau. Yeah. So the ball's been on the ground twice, uh, and and with the interception, I just, I, I just don't think you can go into a seat like that's why it's so close. I think it looks better with Blau. Except you can't have the turnovers. You yeah. can't have those lapses. So but you also need to find a way to get the ball downfield once in a while too. You know what I mean? Like you have to. I mean, all the passes. Look at I mean, just Blau, you know, twenty two attempts, seventy six yards. I mean, that's less than like three yards per attempt, which is absolutely horrible. You know what I mean? You have to try to force the ball downfield at points and, and take chances and give your guys a chance to make a play. Now what I'm excited to see most uh this week is that you know, I think Coach Campbell already said that Jared Goff is not playing no matter what. Like, he is not talking me into it again like he right. did against Atlanta. Uh, but that means is that one of these quarterbacks is going to get a chance to play with better competition, right? You're not only you're playing with your starting, your starting offensive line and wide receivers, you're also playing against the other team starters as well. And neither of those guys have had that opportunity this year because every time they've entered the game, the starters have been gone from both teams. So, um it's gonna the the competition is gonna kick up this week, and I hope by you know Sunday afternoon. I think it's a four thirty game. Hopefully by Sunday at eight o'clock, one of these guys really starts to separate themselves a little bit. Because like you said, I mean, like getting in the position on the field, man, you're one play away from having to come in and play meaningful football. And we need to find out which one of those guys is going to be that yeah. guy that you can trust the most. Well, meaningful football is just a little over two weeks away. The Lions will take on the Pittsburgh Steelers this coming Sunday. Next week, we'll get a chance to wrap things up. We'll start to hear uh, uh, and start evaluating this roster. We'll know who's going to make the team, who's not going to make the team, and, and get us uh, get us ramped up for meaningful football. Thanks for listening. Like, subscribe. Make sure it's always in your inbox. And that is this podcast, Necessary Roughness, with Lang and Jansen. We'll talk to you next week.